Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cervera will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Hey, Akua Church, it's great to be with you once again for week six of services with you. We are continuing this series called Learn To. In this entire series, we will be doing a deep dive of the four L's of Akua. The four L's of Akua are an explanation of how we will bring people into community with Jesus and one another. Now, the ways that we are going to bring people into community are by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering, and linking to our community. We are in the first part of our series focusing on listen. Now, our hope is that by the time this section of the series is done, you will have a great idea on how to listen to God's voice in the best way possible. Now, today, I want to break down how we can prepare ourselves to start listening to God. Now, this idea reminded me of my college Bible study group. My sophomore year of college, I got connected to a community group through Bandera Road City Church. Now, at the time, Doug Robbins, who is now the lead pastor at City Tribe, was leading this college group. And when I got there, it was just right. I felt like I just fit in and everything was great. There was only one small problem. A lot of other people were feeling the exact same thing. And so the group kept on growing and growing and growing. And I I remember being in a student apartment for Bible study one night and there literally wasn't a place to sit. There had to have been 50 people crammed into that small apartment that night. Then when it came time to pray at the end of the study, each person would share and the next person would share and so on and so forth. So when we were finally done praying, I would look at my watch and it would be three o'clock in the morning. This would happen regularly. Now, while it was amazing times of fellowship, it wasn't the most practical thing for all of us. So one night, Doug let us know Uh, that we would be going from one group and splitting into two groups. He said that he would be praying for leaders to step up and we should be doing the same. So as we bowed our heads to to go and pray, uh, I had this like weird thing happen. It was like I could feel my heart beat like all the way up here in my throat. It was overwhelming. So after the meeting was over, I let Doug know what happened during the prayer and I let him know that I wanted to be a leader for one of these groups. It was the first time I kind of stepped out in that way. Now he thought it was a great fit and he let me lead one of the groups. And it was the first time in my life that I'd ever done something like that. Now, looking back on this situation, this was the beginning of everything for my life. This was the start of my purpose. This was the first step in my spiritual journey toward my purpose, to what God had called me to do in my life. Now, for some of you right now, you're hearing what I'm saying, and you're like, oh, well, that's great for you, Humby. But for me, I haven't been able to hear from God at all, much less discover my purpose. Now, for others, you can hear from God, but you can't figure out your purpose. And some of you feel like you know your purpose, but you can't hear from God. Now, all of these can be tough situations to find yourself in. But what if I were to tell you that I believe that God has been speaking to you for a long time? What if I were to tell you that God has been letting you know what your purpose is for most of your life? You just don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how to look for it or how to listen for it. This line of thinking has informed me of what our big idea is going to be 
for today. Now, if there's only thing that you remember from this week, please let it be this. Our big idea is we can hear from God by understanding what we were created for. We can hear from God by understanding what we were created for. I believe that God has been speaking to us for our entire lives. I believe that God has been showing up in different ways since before we were even born. I believe that he has constructed us in a way that is so precise, so incredibly unique, that if we were able to stop and take an honest look at ourselves, then we would be able to hear what he wants us to do with our entire lives. We would be able to understand our purpose. And we can see this idea at work in the biblical character of Moses. Now, to give you some context, Moses belonged to the people of Israel, also known as the Hebrews and also called Jewish. Now, before Moses is born, the Hebrews are living in Egypt. However, they are all captured by the Egyptians because the Pharaoh of Egypt could see how much the Hebrews were growing in numbers. And when you grow in numbers, you grow in power. And it was within his own country. So the Egyptian Pharaoh had merciless slave drivers put in charge of the Hebrews. And he had the drivers work them as hard as possible. The Hebrews built cities, mixed mortar, and did all the work in the fields of Egypt. Now, no matter how much work and backbreaking labor the Egyptians threw on the Hebrews, they continued to thrive and grow in numbers. So then Pharaoh made a new decree. When a Hebrew woman has a newborn son, any Egyptian was within their rights to grab that newborn son and throw it into the Nile River. So this is the setting that Moses is being brought into this world. So let's take a look at this story in Exodus 2. There it says, the woman, who is Moses' mom, became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. Soon, Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river, and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to go get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying, and she felt sorry for him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then the baby's sister, Moses' sister, approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you, she asked. Yes, do. The princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother, Moses' mom. Take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later, when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. Now, there are two lines in this that connect to what we were talking about today. We are starting to see that Moses was going to be different, special. We can see how God is speaking through what Moses was created for. First off, 
His mom sees it and knows he's special. So special that she's willing to risk the penalty of the Pharaoh for her and her entire family. Then you see how things work out. Of all the people that could have found this baby, it's the princess of the Pharaoh. Then when you look at his name, Moses, his name is derived from the Hebrew word, which literally means to draw out, to pull out, basically to rescue. Moses is a rescuer. And someday he's going to be called by God to help all the Hebrews escape from Egypt. And we can see the groundwork for that being laid right here. He has the right name and the right connection. So let's jump back into the story here in Exodus 2. It says, Many years later, when Moses had grown up, he went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews, and he saw how hard they were forced to work. During his visit, he saw an Egyptian beating one of his fellow Hebrews. After looking in all directions to make sure no one was watching, Moses killed the Egyptian and hid the body in the sand. So let's stop right there. Moses is now a grown man and sees an injustice happening right in front of him. He sees one of his people getting beaten by an Egyptian. So what does Moses do? He does what he was created to do. He rescues his people. He draws them out of the situation they are in. Now, there was something inside of Moses. There was something about the way that he was put together that wouldn't allow him to watch one of his Hebrew brothers get beaten. And we can see what God spoke into existence with Moses by seeing what he was created for. However, the way Moses does it isn't the right thing. We can tell that right away when he looks around in all directions to make sure no one was watching. He knew what he was going to do was wrong. Now let's jump back into the scripture to see how this all works out for Moses. Going back to Exodus 2, here's what it says. The next day, when Moses went out to visit his people again, he saw two Hebrew men fighting. Why are you beating up your friend? Moses said to the one who had started the fight, rescuing once again. The man replied, who appointed you to be our prince and judge? Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? Then Moses was afraid, thinking everybody knows what I did. And sure enough, Pharaoh heard what had happened, and he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in the land of Midian. Moses thought he could show up to work the next day like it was no big deal. He thought he could take care of this Egyptian and no one knew about it. But that wasn't the case. Not only that, but the people that he was standing up for, the Hebrews, his people, are now the ones that are rubbing it in his face. Now, Moses' reaction went way too far. And because of that, Moses had to move. Moses reacted to the right thing, but he did it in the wrong way. He moved towards what God had created him for, but it just wasn't how he was supposed to carry it out. And because of this, Moses flees to the land of Midian. Now, something similar to that happened to me. I was pulled into a position, a spiritual leadership, before I could even like legally drink a beer. And God was preparing me for these days that I'm currently in all those years ago. He was grooming me for my purpose. Now, I can see that now, but I couldn't see it then. I felt like my calling, my purpose was 
this television thing. I felt like I was destined for the bright lights of SportsCenter and not streaming sermons of ministry. Even though our groups had grown from two to four and it had grown into a full-blown college ministry that would meet once a month and I was leading, I left it. I packed my bags and I went to Laredo for my first TV job. Just like Moses, I left my calling for something else. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter how much we run. God still needs us to fill out our purpose. Let's look at what happened to Moses in Midian. There it says, When Moses arrived in Midian, he sat down beside a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters who came as usual to draw water and fill the water troughs for their father's flocks. But some other shepherds came and chased them away. So Moses jumped up and rescued the girls from the shepherds. Then he drew water for their flocks. So let's stop there. No matter where Moses goes, there he is. Now what I mean is that no matter what the setting is, no matter where he ends up, Moses is still going to be Moses. It doesn't matter if he's in Egypt or Midian. It doesn't matter if Moses is walking around the palace of Egypt with his adopted mom, the princess, or if he's sitting down next to a well in a small town. Moses will always draw people out. Moses will always be the rescuer. And I think it's the same for us. It doesn't matter where we go or what we are doing. We will always be what God has created us to be. The same thing happened to me. When I got that first job in Laredo, there were people that I would talk to about Jesus. I'll never forget one of the times that one of the girls I worked with was talking with me and was just baffled at how I carried myself. One day she asked me, why are you always so happy and in such a good mood? Like, what's your deal? And it was through these questions that I was able to share what I believed, that I was able to share what brought me hope and happiness in this life. I was able to help lead people spiritually in a place that wasn't very spiritual. Then you fast forward to a few years later. I'm working here in San Antonio, and I have a good friend who is struggling with his wife in an incredibly tough situation. Multiple times I got to share my faith and I got to pray with him about what he was dealing with there in the television station. Now, I have so many more stories that I could share with you like this. It doesn't matter where I go or what I'm doing. I'm always called back to the same thing. And when I'm able to look back on my life and look at the things that have continued to come up time and again, it's like I can understand what God has called me to. Through that understanding, I can hear him better for what he wants me to do going forward. Remember, we can hear from God by understanding what we were created for. Guys, I want you to be able to do the same thing. I want you to look at your life and see what situations you always seem to find yourself in. At your jobs, have you always seemed to play out a similar role? Are you always the organized one? In your family, did everyone look at you to fill a role? Did you find yourself being the protector of your younger siblings? What about with your friends? How do you fit in with them? Do you find yourself leading them when no one knows what to do? Do you find yourself taking care of your friends when they're, they're going off doing crazy stuff? For some of us, 
we might look at these situations and say, well, I act this way in these situations because something bad happened to me when I was younger. Something traumatic happened and I feel this role now. Well, I want you to know that those bad things that happened to you that have caused you to act a certain way now can and will be used for good things for God. All of these things, good and bad, that have led you to be who you are will lead you to your purpose. It will lead you to what God has created you to be. You just have to start putting it together. We can hear from God by understanding what we were created for. Guys, I want you to understand this so badly. I want you to know what you were created for so you can live out your purpose. I want you to get there faster than I did. My life would have been so much easier and would have been filled with so much more happiness instead of heartache if I just would have understood what God was calling me to. And I want you to get there because I believe you will never be fully satisfied in this world until you can figure out what God has created you to do. And then you actually start living it out. No matter how good anything gets, if you don't know your purpose, there will always be something missing. Now, because of that, I want to do something for you. This Wednesday, during our Zoom group, we're going to dive into what our spiritual gifts are. Not only that, there I want to give you a link where you can fill out a spiritual gifts test that will help you get closer to understanding what God has called you to do. Now, over the last few years, here's what I've learned about myself. I'm an encourager. I'm not like a great idea guy. I, I don't think about the future that great. I rarely have the right answer when it comes to what is the next right thing for the church world. However, when I see someone is doing the right stuff, I know how to pour gas on their fire. These are the kinds of things that get me excited. I want to help you figure out your purpose. Now, for a few reasons. First, because I, I want you to operate in your gifts in the best way possible for your own sake to appreciate and live it out for God. For you to connect with God in a way that you never have. I want you to know your purpose. Not only that, but as we move further and the world starts to open up and we start to open up our doors, we are going to continue to grow. We are going to have all kinds of people showing up to our church. And when that happens, me and Abel won't be enough to take care of all those people. We are going to need you in those places. We are going to need you living out your purpose with all of these people that need to be in community with Jesus and one another. We are going to need you to live out your purpose in listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering, and linking to our community. Now, the first step in figuring out your purpose is you being in community with Jesus. Jesus was someone that understood his purpose perfectly. He understood that he was coming down to earth to live like a person, to live among all of us, to be tempted, to understand our grief, and live a life without sin. Then after that, he would sacrifice himself. Jesus knew that's what his purpose was, and he lived it out. So what he calls us to now is to simply believe in him. That's what he wants you to do. When you can do that, you can start your journey toward purpose and hearing from God. If you want to do that today, I want you to pray with me. So I'm going to ask 
that everyone watching right now bow their heads. Whether you're in, your, you're in community with Jesus already or not, or if you just want to start today, I want everyone to know that here at Akuo Church, in this community, you will not pray alone. So we will all be praying together. Some of us will be praying this for the first time, this prayer for the first time, and some of us, some of us have done it before. Either way, I want you to pray something like this. Jesus, I don't know that much about you, but something brought me here right now. I can't fully explain it, but I want you in my life. I know I've messed up and I'm sorry, but right here, right now, I'm saying that I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross for me. Today, I give you my life. Help me chase after you in the best way possible. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, I want you to know that I'm so proud of you. God is so proud of you. All of heaven is proud of you. In Luke 15, Jesus says that all of heaven is celebrating the decision that you just made. So is all of Akuo Church. Guys, this is the first step to the rest of your life and to the rest of your eternity. So if you're excited about this, I want you to comment with some confetti or fireworks or something in the chat room right now. We want to celebrate the decisions that have been made today. Now, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to help you on your journey of faith. So if you just prayed that prayer, what I want you to do is send us a message on our social media, and we want to help you walk through this season by connecting you to a good community that's going to love on you and help you grow and give you a good direction. Now, if you've been a believer, whether it's been for the last like 50 years or the last like, 15 seconds, it just happened and you want to start hearing from God, or you want to start seeing what your purpose is on this earth, I want you to pray something like this with me. And we can go ahead and bow our heads once again. Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for being the best example of living out your purpose. Jesus, let me hear your voice better. Help me tune into your voice. Show me all the ways you have been talking to me for my entire life. Show me the patterns that I am missing. Help me understand my purpose in this world. Let me know where you need me and what you need me doing. Thank you for everything. And we pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thanks for being a part of our service here at Akuo. I want you to know that if you need anything at all, don't hesitate to message us on our social media platforms, or you can go to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church, and you can contact us. Also, since we are a totally digital church, you guys can help us grow digitally. There are a few very easy ways that you can do that. The first thing you can do is share this video on your social media, or you can just send a link to someone that you know needs to hear this message. Another thing you can do is like or subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have an audio podcast happening every single week. All you have to do to find it is search for Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and then you just subscribe to it. By doing this, you will help us get these messages out to more people than we have ever been able to imagine. Next. I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving 
called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, we believe when you trust God with anything in your life, whether it's your family, your friends, your job, there is a blessing. And we believe that it's the same with your finances. Now, I'm not going to say that you're going to end up with like a helicopter anytime soon. Uh, but if you do, after you tithe, let me know. I want to go for a ride. But you will receive a spiritual blessing from God if you trust him with any aspect of, of your life. So we don't want you to miss out on this blessing financially. Now, you can tithe here at Akuo by going to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O.church. And by clicking on the giving link. Now, just so you know, we are generous with our money as well. We are doing everything we can to take the money that you give to us and reinvest it in our community. We are working on different things to help out different ministries and groups in our area right now, whether they're folks that are in school, students, teachers, or folks in, in the business community. Now, in the coming weeks, we want to expand how we are linking to our community. And we have ideas on what we want to do but if you have any ideas on how we can link with people, please reach out to us and we can get those things started as soon as possible. Now, one last thing. Each Wednesday night, we have a Bible study through Zoom. It's a time where we all get together online. Abel will lead us in some worship music. We read through the Bible and pray with one another. Every single week, guys, it's a lot of fun. And like I said, this week we're going through our spiritual gifts and we would love to see you there. The link for the Zoom meeting is posted on all of our social media right now. Now next week, we're gonna continue our series, Learn to Listen, and we are gonna finish up with the story of Moses, right? We got the first half of it, now we're gonna get the end of it. When he gets married, starts a family, and builds a new life for himself. At that point, he was no longer Moses, the miracle child who escaped genocide, or Moses, the prince of Egypt, and he for sure wasn't Moses the murderer when he was there in Midian. At this point that we're going to talk about next week, he was only known as Moses the shepherd. However, God had other plans for Moses. And you don't want to miss what we're going to talk about next week. All right, guys, that is our sixth service. I want you to know that I love you and I'm praying for you each and every week, all week long. So before we go, let me just pray for you one last time. Jesus, thank you for this day. I ask that as these folks click off their computer, turn off their TV, and put down their phones, that they would be in your presence. I pray that they would feel and hear and know you better than they ever have before. Jesus, I pray that they would understand their purpose in a way that they never have. We thank you for who you are and what you have done. Jesus, we love you. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.